So this is week one, day one, hour one. I don't know what the podcast thing is, like if there's episodes. Episode one, episode one of Double Booked with Derek and Brian. It's, uh, what's that word with the names and the letters when you like Derek, double, Brian booked? You know what I'm talking about, Derek? No clue. Okay. So that's why we came up with the name Double Booked, because it has some inclinations to our... Oh, you mean like anagram? Like a there it is, anagram. Okay, Thank okay. you. You knew yeah, the whole okay. time. <laughs> All right. So our first episode, uh, we're going to talk about Shindig, twenty three, in Wyoming, Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Beautiful, beautiful state. Never been there. Um, now I've been there. So uh, <laughs> now I've been there too. I have a quick question, Derek. Yeah. How was your flight to uh, uh, to uh, the Shindig? Flight to Wyoming was great. Uh, we all got grouped. Into uh, into groups, grouped into groups, put into groups, whatever you want to call it. Groups. Uh, maybe about seven, eight, just depends on how we flew out mm-hmm. and everybody. Uh, but the flights were good. Um, strangely enough, from Phoenix, there are no direct flights to Wyoming. But from Utah, Colorado, L.A., Dallas, Chicago, there are, apparently. There, there are direct flights. But uh, other than that, I mean. How was your flight? Was flight? Like, how was your flight? Oh, Yours. It was It was fun. It was it was definitely a blast. I, I got with a really good group of people. Any delays? I uh, had, oh, the first, okay, so leading out, we had about an hour and a half delay uh, getting there. And then we had, like, another two-hour delay. Yeah. So we had, like, three hours worth of delay to where you guys arrived. So you we were arrived. supposed to, yeah, you were supposed to get there, I think, four hours before our group. We were the last group to show up. Mm-hmm. And then I was walking off the plane, which, by the way, the airport in Wyoming doesn't have tunnels. It doesn't have a full airport it feels like it's just like a like a gas station stand wait, it wait. felt like what's with the tunnels there's no tunnels tunnels like tunnels to that go to the air to the airplane at the door and you walk out of the tunnel okay let's, let's just okay let's, okay let's so wyoming we did this uh uh trip for the employees the home office employees it was phenomenal it was a brainchild of mike baker from my understanding he went on a, well, actually, you spoke with him about this, the why he did this. Yeah, uh, when he was an employee, um, you know, just working not not for United Planners, but for other companies, he literally saw executives and higher-ups and other people going on vacations, uh, going on these summits or what have you. And he said, one day when I'm CEO, I'm going to take everybody. And he finally made that uh, that promise to himself a reality for everybody else. Uh, and like and the reason that that we chose Wyoming was due to uh, Dave Shindell. It was his last, uh, the last executive summit with uh, Dave was at Wyoming, Jackson Hole, Wyoming. So that's why we chose Wyoming, which was phenomenal. Great choice. I loved it. Um, funny thing about when Mike announced to us that we were, he, he, he actually, in the video to home office employees, he talked about how, that story that Derek just told, uh, I'm going to take my whole firm. He was talking about some that he's been on with uh, some of his uh, past employers. He's yep. like, yeah, we went to Europe. We went here. And I'm like, holy crap, we're going to Europe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he goes, Wyoming. And I'm like, what? <laughs> no, but it was perfect. It was great. Uh, the reasoning was great. That was my favorite part, actually, was Dave's last uh, executive summit. So we got to... Go celebrate with him, kind of thing. And then going into it, kind of didn't know what to expect. What, um, what were we supposed to be doing? And come to find out, it was centered around team building. 
Yes. Um, while we went there, we <laughs> you would expect we just go there, hey, everybody hang out and have a few meals and maybe go to a few bars and that might be about it. But nope. it was definitely not that. We had a four hour uh, and it was it didn't even feel like four hours. I was just thinking about we were talking about this and it, it felt like it was only an hour, but it was a four hour long presentation by a company called Afterburners, a group of fighter pilots um, that taught us uh, leadership, communication skills, planning, execution, all through teamwork. And then what my favorite part was the debriefing. Um, so so more discussion on that. Um, they were kind of our keynote speakers, if you will. Um, they came in, they organized and broke us down into groups. And it was kind of more military style missions that we had to do. On uh, each one of these missions, we had to be successful in communicating, like um, Brian said, leadership, planning, execution, teamwork. And then when we were all done with this, um, with uh, the four groups that we had broken down to as an entire uh, entire firm, we then got to the point where it was debrief, which was seemed to be kind of the main uh, idea behind the entire event, which was to break down everything that you did. Everybody knows kind of what a debrief is. Um, some people might call it something different. Uh, Aaron does call it a postmortem. Postmortem, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, we do a lot of postmortems. Um, but the purpose, like the whole point, was even a success, like a success story. You should probably debrief because mm-hmm. you could always improve. That was their whole purpose. The, yep. Who was it? The Blue Angel? Is it Blue Angels? Uh, it was. Yeah. So they showed us a video on the Blue Angels, um, and even after they do any kind of a mission, they do the pre-plan- pre-planning. Excuse me. Um, they communicate exactly what they want the mission objective to be, how they're going to go about it. And then more importantly, um, every single one that they do, even if it's a wildly successful show by what everybody else sees, they go into a boardroom right away and they pretty much debrief and they break down everything that went right. And they point out the fails. Yep. And they call each other out. Mm -hmm. It's not like a point fingers type of thing. It's a how do we improve as a team? Mm -hmm. Because one failure there leads to possible death right true so they have to actually go through it multiple multiple times i could tell you from our department the it department with aaron he's like you said he does this quite a bit with us he runs through the planning the execution and then one of the most important pieces the debrief um and sometimes in the debrief we talk about how the communication breakdown was the biggest component Mm -hmm. so i think that was another theme of this whole trip was communicating how do we communicate with each other? How can we effectively communicate with each other? Um, so, like, Afterburners was really cool. Then the next day we had Rebecca, our HR manager, mm-hmm. jump in. Um, we can go back to Afterburners. I saw your face. You love the fire pilots, I can tell. Uh, <laughs> you can't see his face because it's a podcast. I'm getting used to this, too. Oh, gotcha. um, <laughs> now he's smiling. Uh, so, Rebecca... Uh, Rebecca Johnston, she's our HR manager at the home office. Um, She did a presentation about team building through enhanced communication. So we did a couple of little um, things that, I don't know what to call them, like project. You weren't there because you were were off doing something else. You were being the Superman. Um, So like we did a, we got paired up and then we were back to back and one person had to read what they're looking at on the card for the other person to draw mm-hmm. what the person was saying. So there's like building more communication. Um, and then um, I kind of cheated because I told my partner, which was Paul Barnett, that one of our newer guys from retirement, 
Um, I told him anytime I put my, or I told him to put his arm up once he was done drawing so I can see it in my peripherals to keep talking. Gotcha. I think that's enhanced. That's not cheating. That's more enhanced communication, right? That's within the rules. Was it? I think so. You weren't there. Uh, Sounds <laughs> um, like it's within the rules. And another one we did. Uh, this was the one that stuck, that stung. Actually, uh, I got paired up with a phenomenal group. I had, um, I actually can't remember everybody's name, so I'm not going to say any names for this one because I don't want to leave anybody out. <laughs> but I know I was up against uh, Chad. So Chad is my arch nemesis when it comes to events like this. Oh, really? Yes. And he beat us barely, but I think so. Oh, let me talk about the event. So we had to build a structure out of like spaghetti, like the not cooked spaghetti, um, spaghetti noodles. Mm -hmm. We had spaghetti noodles. We had tape, like not good tape. um, Did you say not cooked spaghetti? (laughs) (laughs) Clearly, okay. Noodles. Yeah. Um, And then we had to make it to where the marshmallow stayed as high as possible. Okay. With some string too. There was some string. That's where I came in. Um, So you had to build this. And he beat us by, like, I think an inch hmm. of the height. Um, but it's frustrating because there's more to this Chad and Brian rivalry um, later on in the oh. event. So out of both the events, uh, when we went through team building, uh, through communication, through leadership planning, execution, which one of those do you think was the most important? Or which one, even the debrief, which one do you think you enjoyed possibly the most? Uh, to make sure I have a job here still, I'm going to go with the HR manager's presentation. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, her presentation was phenomenal. Um, I, I think it, so like the afterburners, I mean, it's the afterburners. Yeah, we had was... like cool videos. He had a siren. We got to do like a mission where we were dealing with fuel shits. Remember? Yeah. The, um, I, I literally <laughs> love that portion the most. And the, re- and the reason why was just because... Um, the military-style mission that we all had to uh, accomplish was getting the most assets back from this, yep. from the entire mission. Complete the um, mission with co- assets. Complete the mission with the assets. And I think the most important component was communication because if you didn't have certain people communicating what their field, like say for refueling, um, if you didn't prioritize where the fuel needed to go first – then your planes weren't getting back. No, nope. basically that happened. Uh, um, that there, yeah, that literally happened. Um, so knowing those little intricate things and how to communicate it, um, the leadership component was huge. Um, how we planned and executed, everybody played their role very right. Just because everybody had their own specific role, you had somebody who was designated leader. You had somebody who was designated intel. You had somebody who had to disseminate all the communication and relay it back. But then you just kind of had to make sure and trust everybody else that. You know, everybody did what they were supposed to do. That's what it did well, too, because, like, in our group, our leader was Eric Craig, and um, I don't work with Eric a lot. Mm-hmm. I do, like, vendor due diligence with him and his vendors sometimes. But outside of that, not very much. But he uh, took control when he saw he needed to take control of the group. Mm-hmm. So, like, the group got to talk a lot. We got to figure things out. But then when he needed to take control back, he did really well, not being, like, overly rude, overly boisterous at all. But he, he just showed great leadership skills. And and I believe, like, the byproduct of all of this from uh, from the afterburn to HR the next day, all of it together um, kind of highlighted uh, deepening, like, the res- like our relationships with each other, enhancing our team building. Because we got to work with people we never worked with before in a capacity where we see them around the company. Um, we know what they do. 
but we really don't get to interact with him. No, yeah, you know? that was it, the best part. And it, it literally was was a huge takeaway uh, and was a huge learning experience as well. Um, yeah, because, like, my experience, I, I knew everybody except for one person mm-hmm. who I never actually got to meet at the conference. She was at the conference, Brittany Dees. Mm, yeah. Um, I got to be in her group for the – she was in my group for the spaghetti thing. Okay. And then she was in our wristband group. So we, we'll, we'll touch on this, but we all got a different colored wristband, two colors, two teams. We'll touch on that. That was another day that we did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, right. So um, I got to meet her, got to interact with her. She's a fun person. She seems like a great addition to the United Planners culture. Um, everybody that went on this trip and even didn't go on this trip, still great culture. I think that was the purpose is to see what our culture was it, still looking like. And it, it looks great. And when you say still, it's just we came out of COVID. Uh, we really are starting to get back into the office. We've had uh, new additions to the office. A lot of new additions. A lot of new additions to the office. And um, this was a really good, not a reset, but it was a really good coming together moment to yeah. get to know people who we haven't seen before um, in any working or capacity or reconnecting with people. Yeah. Just because of how, um, how things have shaken out the last three to four years yeah. um, for our company. I think... Moving over to like our activities and things that we did, um, I know we did a bunch of activities. So the first one, so back to the, we got color-coded, uh, gold and blue. Everybody says it was yellow, but it was gold. Um, it was definitely gold. Thank you. Uh, were you even in my group? Yes. You were in my group. I was. Okay. I was on the bus ride. Yes. Okay, so the bus ride, mm-hmm. um, I was in the back of the bus. And so, so we all got paired up into two different buses. For two different buses to go on this uh, extravaganza trip throughout Wyoming. Um, it was only like 50 miles, but <laughs> <laughs> we did a, we did two things that were like really fun. So the first one for our group was we hit up the lake, Lake Jenny. Um, but on the way there, I, it was in the middle of the day, so there was literally no alcohol involved. Um, but we decided to start singing, and we wanted to get a singing bus there for some I apologize for that whole bus. That's that was on me. Okay. I didn't think we were going to take it that far. Yep. Mm-hmm. But we uh, we sang a lot of songs. Yep. And yeah, you did. Kendrick has a beautiful voice. Oh my goodness. <laughs> he does. We got told. Some people were like, "I was surprised at how well, we should do a karaoke night." Let's be honest. I'm Anyways, not doing that. No. Okay. Um, so we did a singing. We'll just skip over that now. But we went to Lake Jenny. We got on a boat, and um, we got to basically circle. The whole lake. Mm-hmm. We saw like the three peaks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and the peaks were from the uh, the uh, Teton National Forest. Uh, correct. Yeah. Teton peaks. Um, crests. There are three crests. There we go. Yes. There we go. Uh, waterfalls. We didn't see any animals outside of that bird. We, we saw that one bird up on the that was it. tree. Yeah, we didn't uh, see the that. other group. They had pictures. They saw deer. They saw all these other things. Like there's a picture of Matt West with a deer right behind him. I'm like, what? The heck? What? Yeah. Look at the oh, drive. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then uh, the second, ha- like that was fun. It was, uh, it was like intimate. We just got to chill. It, it was, was like it a, was really nice because the water's like ice looking because it was calm. There's no like boat, like speed boats. There's like because we that's what we have here. Like yeah, we got speed boats and all that. Yeah, stuff. that was nothing like a lake that I've yeah. been to. <laughs> no, it was just it was serene. Like it was just it was really beautiful nice. to be out there and. It, it was really nice. Breathe the fresh air. And the cool part was actually the short walk to where the boats were at. Yes. You kind of got to walk through an entire, kind of like Some a Some of us were expecting yeah. it to be kind of like overbearing, but mm-hmm. it wasn't even close. Oh, it, was it was like a hop, skip, and a jump, and we got to see cool stuff on the yeah. way. It was nice. Yeah. Um, the second half of that day, 
was the or the tr- extravaganza I should call it mm-hmm. uh, was the barn. Oh yeah, most photographed barn in America. Yep. Um, I'm not a big picture guy, so if you want to talk about it more, I, yeah, I mean it was a barn in the middle of nowhere. I saw a gopher. I think. Uh, it, did you? I did. I got a picture of the gopher. I remember you hiding in. The... I jumped in the. So there's grass as tall as like. Maybe five feet. Five foot five. Maybe. Ish. I jumped like in the grass and nobody could find me for a while. I was nervous to get left behind, so I just jumped out. Uh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody tried to get a picture. Nobody got a picture. Um, the barn was cool. I mean, I, that's not my thing, so I don't know what to say to that. No, 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 it was really neat because you saw a lot of tourists there taking pictures yes. of the barn, and we all got our photo taken because uh, some other tourists were like, no, 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 you guys all get together, you know, and take a cool picture. So we got a cool, some cool photograph moments, but the cool part about it is where it's sitting at. Um, it's kind of sitting in a valley that is in, you can see the mountain range behind it. Yes. Um, uh, which is, which that is, was nice. which is pretty neat. Yeah. I remember when we were doing that picture, I was like, everybody look up now. And like half of us looked. <laughs> <laughs> we got that picture. <laughs> okay, that's that's actually a really good picture. I think from there uh, we went back to uh, back to the hotel, and then everybody got ready for our final night, which was the Saturday, uh, where we went to the Gray Barn. Was that the final night? That was the final night. That yeah. was the final day. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, final that day. was the final day. Yeah. So we had a full day that day. We did. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know a lot of people. So there was um before we get to the final the barn the final night because that was. A lot of fun. That was mm-hmm. a big one. But there was a lot of shopping. Um, people bought like $700 cowboy hats. I'm like, what? Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, heard that. Um, so cowboy hats were a big one. Um, one of those nights, Friday night, I think, uh, it was Friday night or Thursday. I think it was Friday night. Um, a group went to a rodeo. Yes. That was, uh, seemed like it was, I've been to rodeos, so I was like, eh, I've seen one. <laughs> you said, uh, eh. I've seen one, I've seen them all. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, so one group went to the rodeo with, um, with Dave Howard, Joe, Zachary, uh, Mike Baker, Billy, Aaron. They all went as a group and a bunch of people with them. And then Sheila took another group out to the Million Dollar Cowboy Bar mm-hmm. in the middle of town. That was a lot of fun. That was. So like the bar stools are saddles. So you just sit in the saddle and drink your beer. It's like you're riding a horse while you're drinking. Interesting. Whatever you're drinking. Um, I say interesting like I wasn't there, but I was there. But that was a lot of fun. Sheila Sheila definitely took care of us. We had a great time out there. Um, there was like, what, 30 of us that went to that. Yeah, it ended up being. It was a big bar. And then when, when of course, when the rodeo ended, like a bunch of people did end up going over there. Yeah, the rodeo ended. Everybody showed up. My favorite part was of that was Hector. Hector danced with every single person. Yeah, he tried to dance with he me. and I just danced with him. everybody. I, I told him no. He was swinging people yeah. around. He knows how to do so. If anybody wants to dance at the conference next year, take Hector. Take Hector. <laughs> Hector loved dancing. Uh, but that was another event where we got to see people, like, out in the open. Like, there's some... In, like, in the wild? Yeah, like, there's ATS members that you never see in that um, regard. And that was fun to see. And then people from compliance and supervision. We were all just mingled. That was, like, one of my favorite nights as well. Actually, the very first night. You remember the very first night? Kind of. There was not much going on because it was a oh, travel night. because we were in the hotel. Yeah, we were traveling, and we came into the hotel, and, like, most people went to bed because we had an early start. And then, The smart people went to bed. Yeah, smart people went to bed, but then that first night, we just sat in the lobby and just chatted. True. 
it was pretty neat. We just like mingled. We talked about our lives. It was actually we, kind of a highlight moment just because you got a, to know yeah. certain things about people you never would have known. Correct. Otherwise. And we work with them. Like and we've worked with them for years and, you know, didn't know certain things. Yeah. Right? It was a great experience. I mean, great scenery, obviously, but that was amazing. So let's get to the final night. Yeah. We had, um, we were in the Grand Teton mountain range, technically at the Gray Barn. Uh, Gray Barn at the base of the Teton Village is what it was. Correct. That, that's where we were at. Um, we had a lot of cool, uh, enjoyable stuff that we did. Uh, there, was a, there was a keg. There was a potato gun. There was a potato gun. There Horses. There were really fancy bathrooms, actually, out in the middle of nowhere. Because we... Oh, I did. Well, I thought... I, did. I didn't know there was bathrooms. There were. It was in the back of the barn, but they were really, really fancy ones that were, they were awesome. I thought we were supposed to go out to the forest, so I went to... Wow. Okay. Well, the bathrooms were nice okay. as well. Good the bathrooms we, <laughs> the bathrooms we got were nice. Were really nice. Uh, the, the campfire. We did a campfire there. Yep. Um... The, one of the coolest parts, though, was uh, the horses. Um, because once we got inside, we ate, and it was raining, like a really, really light rain. And right in the back of where we were located at was kind of like a grazing area yes. um, for horses or for cattle yeah. or what have you. And they were driving horses into that. And it was just kind of a cool, surreal moment. It was cool. So, A, it started raining. Mm-hmm. And that was fortunate, but unfortunate at the same time like i thought it was exciting that it was raining because we were, we're in arizona yeah um but we got our pizza like that was my favorite part is that we got like a pizza <laughs> we got pizza for dinner that night it was perfect for the like the environment we were in it was perfect yeah, it was perfect um i didn't need a fancy dinner that night it was perfect uh so we got pizza and then all of a sudden like there's like 50 horses running by Mm-hmm. In the middle of nowhere, like they were just running by, and it was just cool. Um, some people went out and fed the horses some of our carrots that we had. Oh yeah, I, I did. And then we that. started shooting the potato gun, and I got a little nervous. Right, <laughs> a little nervous. <laughs> Especially when people were out there trying to catch the potato. Because you have to use the aquanet, and then you light it with the the igniter, and then boom, like it makes a lot of noise. There was games. There was the cornhole. There was horseshoes. I haven't played horseshoes True. in a while. Oh, and you know, one of the highlights we did forget that were in town was that uh, the antler uh, arches. They had they had an archway made out of antlers. A lot of oh, people yeah, took pictures yeah, yeah. in. Uh, it was actually pretty neat. That just reminded me of that. I don't know why. That's fair. So, and then, so the games, uh, so the, the rivalry started when uh, Chad and Sarah teamed up for that. Oh, was it horseshoes or was it cornhole? It was cornhole. Okay. Or bags. Some people mm. call it bags. Yeah. Um, they teamed up for an event we had in the home office, and they destroyed all of us. I was like, revenge. So I, I replaced my team uh, teammate. Uh, <laughs> you replaced your teammate. <laughs> so I got a teammate that uh, I thought was going to be better because of his older age, his experience in these types of games. And he wasn't very great, Dave Hauer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> no, he was fine. Uh, Chad and Sarah just unstoppable. It turns out, but they beat us twice. Um, I think they did that at one of our other happy hour nights earlier in the year as well. Oh no, that was me and Sarah. We beat a. Oh, there seems to be a, a common denominator. I think it's Sarah. It must be Sarah. So why is my arch nemesis Chad? It's Sarah now. Yeah, yeah thank probably. you. I don't know. You guys were teammates at one point. Well, and then she, oh, she's the one that did. You. Yeah, true enough. Okay. 
But I mean, all in all, it was a really good experience. The trip uh, really was aimed to work on like our interpersonal communications among our team members. And, you know, uh, after working hybrid for so long and slowly getting back into office more and more, I really believe it was really instrumental in uh, our culture, how we need to move forward and how we get to know people. Because now you can kind of, hey, you know, I know this person. I can go talk to them. Instead remember of, the bus ride? Yeah, I remember the bus ride. I remember the bus ride. No, not that bus ride. Oh, okay. The last bus ride. Oh, the last bus ride. The last bus ride was, was interesting. There was lasers. There was Billy. There was more lasers and more Billy. <laughs> the two, <laughs> As you can imagine, it was fun. The two go Somehow hand in hand. the keg made it back on the bus with us and Billy. I'm pretty sure that was just a necessity. With and, Mike. With Mike. Mm-hmm. Mike was a lot of fun on the bus ride. <laughs> uh, a lot of singing on that bus ride, but that, people actually enjoyed that singing. <laughs> but all in all, you know, we had meaningful connections we did. in Jackson Hole. Um, it was a very special trip, and, you know, the namesake of the trip really did make it special, um, especially the reasons why we were there. But uh, overall, uh, teamwork was great, communication was great, and that whole environment of building each other up and working together was was ultimately the goal, and I, I think the goal succeeded. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, it's, it's just Mike Baker, he had this dream of doing this, and it's funny because I think, uh, was it like, the year Sarah won Employee of the Year, I went up to him and another executive, and I was like, you know what would be fun? If you took the Employee of the Year on an executive summit trip. So, like, you brought the Employee of the Year, and he was like, how about I one-up you and bring the whole damn office? <laughs> and he did it. He succeeded. It was amazing. So a huge thank you to the executives and the partners of our firm uh, because I think this was a much-needed, much, needed, much um, unrealized event for a lot of people on this trip. Agreed. Well, I think that wraps it up for episode one. So what's episode two looking like? I think we're going to have... Since Day we two, mentioned, hour two, whatever it is. I think it's going to be episode two. I think uh, we mentioned the employee of the year, probably. That would be a good one to interview. We'll interview the employee of the year, yeah. I Michelle think, was on the trip. She was. She was fun. I think she was wearing a yellow hat. She was wearing a yellow hat. Not the $700 hat. Not the $700 hat. <laughs> but it ended up being very good. We'll, uh, we'll get episode two out to you guys. Until then, everybody... <laughs>